I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirit Chatter. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today, my co-host, Hallie, good morning. Morning. Joins us, and my voice is, so people are bearing with me. You know, it doesn't sound nearly as bad until I put the headset on, and then when I have really good audio, you can hear, like, the raspiness in my voice, which I think everyone's kind of experienced that over the last, like year right i was talking to somebody this morning and they were like i know you're just like a immune freak somehow like you just it's awesome though but um uh, i have other problems (laughs) (laughs) but i uh i think partly because i have three kids and the like all of a sudden when they've been in school for the last six weeks they have started bringing they've all had this like this little sickness and then i i think i exercised too much over the weekend when i knew i should arrest my body and i knew this too like i knew like i I went for a ride in the morning. I was like, huh, I can feel my body. You know, you kind of get that wave initially that comes over there. And I'm like, yeah, I can feel, I feel a little bit. And then like my buddies were going for a mountain bike ride and it was like 70 and perfect. And I was like, well, I can go. And I kind of pushed it with them and I came home and like two hours later, I was like, "Uh oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, you get that second wave that comes in there and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you can feel it. And so now I've had to recover for the last two days, but <laughs> here we are. Right. Yes. Which is actually leads very well into our topic of conversation today, which is about perseverance and leadership around perseverance. I think we're in a very interesting time right now in history, regardless of what business sector you're in. I mean, obviously we focus a lot in, in in real estate and then of course the founder and force multiplier, but, um, there is, uh, there's, let me just back up for a second. If you look at what the federal government or central banks throughout the entire world are trying to do right now, which is exactly um, the reason why you're going to need perseverance, because what they're trying to do is actually slow down spending. They're trying to tame inflation, which every basically across the you the world needs to slow down inflation. I mean, I think it was a week or two ago where they actually had like six central banks and the first time ever like raise interest rates within the same day or same week. And it caused that massive sell-off, which spiked rates, mortgage rates, of course, everywhere around here to like over 7%, which is just kind of unheard of since like 2003 or 2002, which is crazy to think about almost 20 years ago. Which is not weird to think that was 20 years ago. God, yeah. What happened to that? This morning I was thinking about my 20th high school reunion is coming up. Yeah. And I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> you just paused there 20 seconds. <laughs> you're like, what? Like, I know. Um, but it's really interesting because every, so the, the, the government is, is trying to, in the words that they use is that the economy, businesses and personal spending, basically businesses and, and individuals are going to feel pain and they're going to feel pain because they're going to try to slow down the spending. I always kind of equate this analogy. It's like if you're running and all of a sudden somebody's like, I'm going to make you slow by putting a parachute behind you. You can still try to run, but it's just going to be way more harder to run. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing here. It's, you're still going to run a business. You can still turn, you can still make money. You can still find opportunity. It's just going to be harder. Like it's just going to be, everything is going to be harder and not in a way that is worse or better. It just means that it's going to be more of a challenge and there's more effort required to get the same result. That's a good way of saying it. Yes. The more effort required to get the same result. And so what's going to happen is people are going to need this perseverance and particularly, you know, the date of this recording, we're in in early October here and it is, um, it is, it has gotten very quiet. Like all of a sudden, like it was like, people were like specifically in real estate because they're trying to really slow real estate down because that's one of the major contributors, either rental pricing in terms of people renting a house Mm -hmm. or people buying a house obviously has dramatically increased and probably the ultimate leader of inflation um, besides maybe gasoline during a period of time where it kind of read up, but that's a, even now has come back, back down, down yeah. um, for what it is, but housing prices hasn't. Right. Um, and, and there's a couple factors. We're not going to get into all of those really today, but um, you know, when, when prices go up, I think in 2020, the average price of a house across the United States was 200 
66,000. So 266,000, right? To give you, let me just paint this example for you, um, for people listening. In 2007, the average sales price was 224 or 223,000. In 2020, it was 266,000. So what is that? You know, 12 years? Mm -hmm. Uh, No, yeah, 12, 17 years or something along those lines. 12, 17, 12 or 13 years difference. Okay, right? Mm -hmm. And it went from 2020, it went from 266 to a high of in July of 2022 to $425,000. Plus or minus. Yeah. Think about that. So in, in, again, 13 years, it went up Mm $40,000, right? That kind of 4% target appreciation that people want. And then from 2020 to 2022, it went from 266 to 425 approximately. Yeah. That is a 220, what is that? $175,000 approximate increase. Hundred and sixty thousand dollar increase. I mean, think about that for a second. So, like, and, and great for sellers. Yes, it was. But so all of a sudden, you had this massive run up of people's equity, right? Of, of these different things, which obviously people felt like they had more money. They yes. could sell their house. They had more equity lines. They could buy cars. They could buy boats with it. They could take vacations with their home equity lines. Maybe they sold something and didn't buy right away, and they had different cash or whatever it was. They people felt like they had a lot more, coupled with the fact they had the stimulus checks coming in. Right. So you can't forget about that, that the average American, I think, went from like, I know it was a huge increase, but the dollar amount isn't big. It's a, it was around like $400 in their savings account to like $1,200 or something along those lines. So people just felt plush with money. And they said they were, they were ultimately, they were price insensitive, meaning that they like relatively within your margin of what you were, sure. the items you were going to be buying. Right. Of course, you're not, if you have a thousand dollars in your bank, you're probably not buying a yacht, but like, when you go to the movies or you go to dinner and you want to spend more money, you're not looking at the, you know, you just, whatever your margin is that you're spending, like you just became price insensitive to the areas that you naturally are in. So we had this inflation go up. And so obviously with that happening, the, the government is literally waking up every day and saying, we need to slow down housing. We need to slow down inflation. So hence this whole point of for the last couple months, particularly in the first quarter and second quarter of 2022, they said, well, we can do it slowly. And then they realized we're not going to do this slowly. So then all of a sudden the rates went from basically 5% to about six and a half or 7%. Really over the last couple of weeks, real estate is still happening. I mean, we're still doing it. It just got way harder. Mm-hmm. Everything did. You know, I was talking to somebody else today, even in excavation, they were like, man, we had all these jobs coming in and all of a sudden it just stopped. Like I would say, I have, I have work, but like the, the work see in construction, particularly in commercial, it's usually like their year long, two year long projects. And so there, there's still a lot of work, but they're saying, I'm not seeing the bids come in for six months from now, right. a year from now, because the cost of construction with interest rates going up to 6% in how expensive things are, like people are just slowing everything down. So all of a sudden people are starting to feel this pain, right? Of what it's like to contract. Like everyone felt good when the market was really good. You could sell almost anything and people were buying anything from stereo equipment to cars, to trucks, right? All that stuff. People were housing. It's buying everything. And then consumer, of course, inflation went up. Now they're trying to retract that. So I think people just, A, just need to be understanding to get very clear of what if, what, what the, the definition of what they're trying to do, which is actually create pain in, in ha- and happen. I think it's around 1.5 to $2 million dollars $2 million, $1.5 to $2 million jobs that they're actually looking to have let go, meaning that they're expecting companies to let go around 1.5 to 2 million people because of their contraction. 
and the, so there's two kind of factors to this. And I don't, I don't know why I'm getting all these numbers, but like, I just did it yesterday with our team. Mm-hmm. This is important for people to understand. There was about 11, 11.1 million job openings as of the end of last month. What they expect with the economic contraction is about 30% of those job openings would go away. And then if you factored in one and a half to 2 million people being let go, that's another call it 25%. So now all of a sudden you've eroded about 50% or so of the existing jobs that are out there because people are just going to pull out positions. They're not going to fire everybody, but they're going to go, we're doing that by the way. Mm-hmm. Like every company, they're like, hey, we're going to remove that position from the website or whatever. We're not going to go hire for that right now. We're going to pause. And we're already seeing that with people doing that. So all that kind of leading into like this next level of leadership, which is really going to be about perseverance. And the reason why I say it, when you come into a fourth quarter, it is, it's, it's kind of where pros show up, right? It's like the fourth quarter is where you kind of do this. And we've talked about that before mm-hmm. and what that looks like. But I think people just, whether you're an employee, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a force multiplier, right? Whatever you're leading a division, um, whether it's your own personal finances, people are going to feel some level of pain around. So the first thing to do is kind of get, get the, get real with where we're actually headed with a lot of these things and understand that, okay, I've got money. doesn't mean I continue to, I should be spending the same way that I have. You should kind of pause on a little bit of that. And then if you're running a business, um, or you're leading an organization, you're going to go through some pain over the next probably 90 to 180 days, right? Somewhere until we find the bottom. And then once we kind of find that bottom, we'll see this really pick back up in almost every sector. It just, it always happens. The cycles always happen, right? If you draw, if you pull a, you know, if it's something's on a pendulum and you pull it one direction, you let it go. It doesn't stop in the middle automatically, right? Mm-hmm. It goes up, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's like how we're, uh, actually this analogy you can kind of think about what the government was trying to do is like the pendulum was swung over here and it was like, they're trying to put a board up. So when it dropped, it like stopped in the middle. Um, but unfortunately I think it shattered through the board mm-hmm. and actually brought to the other side. So what does perseverance look like for you, Hallie? Well, I always like to go to the definition. So yes. perseverance means, cause I actually was thinking, well, what's the difference between perseverance and resilience? I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's similarities, but they're not, they're not, they're not really the same, but I'm, but I also think we need both right now, resilience and perseverance, yes. but in terms of perseverance, um, it's persistent persistence, despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So, I mean, for what it means to me is more effort to get the same results. It might take longer, more effort and more time. Yeah. Um, and I mean, really sums it up by just not giving up yeah. and just continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Um, no matter how many setbacks, as long as you're, you know, where you're going, you're focused on what you need to get done. It's just going to take, it's going to take more effort. Yeah, it will. And focus. And I think so just buckling up for knowing that it's going to get harder and that there's going to be pain. And that's the whole point. There's actually supposed to be pain. We just came off of a couple year run that was now look, there was challenges in a different way. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a problem selling things, right? Mm-hmm. There was other problems associated with that, but it wasn't a really problem there. Now, so we had this really good run up and people got a lot of money. Now we're going to go into this contraction phase, which is going to feel painful, particularly to companies, which is why you're already starting to see people make a lot of changes in terms of their hiring or not or reconsolidating or not investing in the different things. But as an, as a, you, as an individual, you just need to, I think I'm still hearing people like pretending like it's not there. This past week was the first week that I started people being like, this is why I'm doing this podcast is people like, okay, I actually feel this. It's here. Like, what do I do? Right. And so the first thing is go get real with the situation. It's happening. That's the whole point. They've been actually saying that, right. That's why the market had one of its first, the worst months, you know, 
last month because the government came out and said, basically, we're going to try to hold all the spending. And so they were trying to factor pricing in there of what's going to happen in the future. That's how, you know, the S&P or NASDAQ works, right? They're, they're always forecasting what's going to happen in the future. So now it's like people need to get real on that and go, okay, we're here. I need to bring perseverance in this. So what does it look like? A first thing that I would kind of look at is like your own leadership. And I think leadership kind of by definition is being able to um, have another, when you're leading somebody, you're leading somebody so that you spark a level of action in the right direction for that person. So it's like leadership has a lot of different definitions and a lot of I know the actual definition of it, but the way I kind of see that is like leadership as like, if you and I are interacting and, we're, and I'm leading you, Hallie, like it's like it, our conversation leaves you, our direction leaves you with a new level of action, a new level of commitment in the right direction. Right. Yes. And that's part of also persevering is leadership. Like persevering is you mentally going, okay, it's going to get, I'm going to buckle up here and I'm going to push my way through here, but it's also you where pros show up being a really good leader, you're going to have to increase communication dramatically. You're going to have to talk about these things, right? So just kind of going through the list right now. You have to talk about these things regularly. So in every single one of our leadership calls that I'm getting in here, I'm using some level of this. Like, have you guys felt the pain yet? Have you felt the pain yet? And they're going, no, no, yeah, but I have like, cause it's so we run a company across North America or in the United States. So we have people in different counties and some regions are feeling it more than others, but mm-hmm. predominantly people are waking up and going, yeah, I'm starting to feel this. Okay, great. Accept that. Right now, you need to be a leader. This is where leaders show up during these particular times. And that leadership is you making sure the people that you're now in charge of, I say in charge lightly, respond that's better, responsible for, they're looking to you. This is where leaders, like in the middle of a war or a battle, right? You can use the, the metaphor of a battle like right now that you're in. People look to somebody to say, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't say it like that, but they're just kind of going like, I don't want to be, I feel lost here. Like, okay, I'm going through the motions, but I'm always, they're looking aside. They're distracted. This is the time to walk in and say, remove all of that and go focus on this. And it's different for every business, right? Like for real estate, it's pretty specific. It's like, did you sign something today? Did you sell something today? Did you set an appointment with somebody today? Those are the three main things you could do. And the fourth one is, did you add people to your database? Cause it helps us do the first three, but that's like, it's very specific. And that actually becomes a very leadership hack for people because what it means is like when someone, somebody that you're responsible for says, what do I do? You say, well, did you sign something? Did you sell something? You said, no, I didn't. Okay, great. Then go call your sphere, right? Or go call like, here's a, here's a, here's a lever, a legion lever that you can utilize to go do one of these three things, but you're just narrowing and directing people into that same direction. You look like you have something to say. No, no. I was just, I was just thinking, what would be a good example of that for, like, you know, a CFO, or because I feel, I mean, I know it's always in my mind, it's easier to to direct and lead sales salespeople. Yeah. yeah. So, like, what what would you? Yeah. And we're dealing with we have a lot of employees across all of our yeah. companies. So, like, what would you tell a CEO or sorry, a CFO or COO? Yeah. How would you direct them right now? Totally. Well, number one is <clears throat> I'd want them to first of all the reason why I spent 15 minutes in the beginning part is just to understand that like there is supposed to be pain. So like you're, you're supposed, it'd be like, you know, like, you know, getting a really deep tissue massage sometimes is good for you, but it's painful, right? Like mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to, you go in there knowing that you're going to have some pain associated with massage. doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just, it, you're going to have some. So just know that you're going to go through some pain right now. And that pain can be from a CFO standpoint, they may have to go find a way to cut five to 7% of their budget every month. 
Like literally that would be the first thing we've been doing this, where it's like, how do you go cut 5% from your budget? Go make me a list and then come back and tell me the things you're going to cut. And then the next month you're going to do the exact same thing. The next month you're going to do the exact same thing. And what you find is in the beginning, you don't really necessarily have to cut necessary people. It's, there's a lot of, I think over the last couple of years, people have added like, Oh, that looks good. That looks good. And they've had so much money that they've just kind of ignored those expenses. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of reprioritizing from a CFO standpoint of like, what can, what do we have to have for expense and what do we don't? And then I'd also be having somebody making a list of like, if it gets to a certain level, who's the first people to go, right? Like, what does that look like? And that's not a negative comment. That's just like, it's not the, yeah, it's not the first person to go. It's what's the first position, position that yes, we can eliminate. Exactly. Like what positions are, you know, maybe you have a research and development team that like just isn't necessary right, like anymore. We're not going right? to be developing anything for the next next two years. Yes. And you can yeah. always the back. So like there always has to be some level of plan so that you can, you can, you can kind of evaluate it. Cause we don't really know like in December to come along, like we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. It could spark back up. It could be really bad for 90 days and people need to make some immediate cuts, right. And those type of things to do it, especially if you don't have cash flow. This is also why hopefully over the last couple of years, you've stocked up on cash flow so you can you can absorb this a little bit longer i'm not saying you need to absorb it forever but like you can go 30 days and take a break even or a loss if you have to um, to see if it's going to get better uh, once it kind of hits that bottom depending on where it is if you're an operations person i think it's the it's it's the same thing but it's not cutting expenses you're cutting priorities Right. right so it's like okay um i know we're working on 15 things here what are the three things now, Howie, that you're going to be working on and focused on? And right? that produce the most ROI exactly. for our sales team or for the, or, you yes. know, enable the sales team to achieve the best ROI or even just systems and processes that create the best ROI. Yeah. So there's always an elimination. So think of it that way. It's like you're always eliminating something. I don't mean eliminating positions, but you're eliminating distractions. You're eliminating mm-hmm. things you're working on. You're eliminating, you're, you're simplifying processes right now. That's why like with salespeople, it's easy, like simplify their, their one thing they need to be doing. CFO simplify is like, of course you're going to be doing all the other stuff, but show me how you're going to cut five to 10% expenses on the operation side, simplify what we're actually doing right now so that it becomes stronger and more focused on there. Then it actually starts to show where the inefficiencies are. And it also shows the things that you may not need mm-hmm. should you need to actually let people go because during a, a, a boom, people hired a lot of people to support it. When there's no longer a boom, it's not that it's, it's, I don't like, I don't want to use say it's not personal because I know we've talked about that because it feels personal when you get laid out, but a business still has to make money. Like it just, right. it has to operate at a profit. Even nonprofits have to make money. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there has to be, if there's a boom and all of a sudden there's a contraction, there has to be some level of contraction. And that's, that's what the whole point of me saying that is that's what the government wants though. Like they're actually trying to stop spending. And so when they do that, businesses are going to feel pain. And that's why they're saying we expect 1.5 to 2 million people to get laid off. So just that's the whole expectation is that that's going to happen. So it has to, businesses have to make decisions. And as an owner, or if you have a board or whatever it is, and they come in there and they go to your leadership and be like, bring me the, what are you simplifying the process for, right? What positions can be eliminated that if we no longer are doing these particular things and where else can we cut expenses? And so that's what you start to see, you know, Steve jobs is a great example of this, right? And I just, I love using that analogy because they had, when he came back in the Apple in 97 or 96, I forget which one it was. Um, he, uh, seems like so far along ago, that was 96, 97, I'm like Jesus, <laughs> like, 
the other day I was doing my, my kid's birthday and I'm like, they were born in 2014. I'm like, wow, that's, that's crazy. It's crazy. Like 2014. I'm like, what? Anyways. Um, but they, you go back to Steve jobs and he, uh, at the time Apple had 90 days left of cash and they had like 300 million. So there wasn't like like it wasn't like five dollars in a bank account, but they had I forget the number of employees, but they were working on about two hundred different items at the time. And Steve came in there and said, "We're removing ninety, one hundred ninety of these things that we're working on," and they narrowed it down to ten, all within like three days. By the way, I don't know the exact time frame, but within a very short period of time, he came back to the board and said, "Okay, we're doing these ten things." Oh, and by the way, we've now picked one out of the ten, which was the iPod. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what they went in there. So they were removed a tremendous amount of positions because they wouldn't need to be working on those things. And they allocated the, the correct positions to do the iPod. And within a year, they actually netted over. They had a, a billion dollar swing. That wasn't all profit. I think they ended up profiting like 300 million, but it was like a, they were losing over a billion dollars. So it was like a billion three swing from negative a billion three to netting $300 million in profit in one year because of decisions as a leader. That's perseverance, being able to see for the end of this. The other thing that um, I really went over with our team uh, yesterday was when you, when you're persevering, you're kind of surviving to thrive. And I want people to see this way. It's not forever right? It's never in history has it lasted in a contraction phase ever, right? There's been years it's been contracted, but it's never ever stayed there, right? Just right. like your thoughts don't stay there or your every emotion that you've ever had that you thought was bad. It's gone away, hasn't it? It's the same thing in this, like it'll, these things will go away and you know, there's going to be another boom because that's what cycles do. Everything is in cycle. And of course, you know, I know you sent me this email and I saw it too as well. Ray Dalio, mm-hmm. I'd be missed if I didn't bring him up today. You know, I think at the end of September, he relinquished his control of uh, Bridgewater Associates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this quote. He's like, I don't want to be holding on until I'm dead. Right. And yeah. so it's time to let go. But he was just such an author of cycles. Right. His entire thesis, his model thinking was all about it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Look, how can I bring that into today's world? And he was such a pragmatic thinker that way to be able to conceptualize these things. He wrote a lot of different good books. If you haven't checked him out about these type of things. And really his, his main book, which I love the principles is all about the fact the principles has existed before and there's patterns, right? And so the same thing here, every time there's a contraction, there's a boom. Every time there's a boom, guess what? There's a contraction. It just, how long? And so we saw a boom. We're going to see a contraction. We'll see another boom. So what you're doing is you're, you're also setting the vision right? Because that's part of leadership is sparking action in somebody in the right direction. So you have to have the vision, which is where you simplify things. And then you have to be able to have the perseverance to see it through, make sure you have the right, right. team to have it, to be able to go through this survival phase. Yes. Survival phase again, too, doesn't mean you're losing money in survival phase. It, it just means that it may took you, if you, you know, made a, a dollar last month, and that was a good profit margin for you. It may take you harder and longer maybe harder and take longer to get the dollar, but you can still get there. Or let's just say now you make 80 cents, whatever it is, or 50 cents, you're still profitable. You're still making things. You just had to make cuts and it took the same level of energy, even more just to make 50 cents instead of a dollar. Right. Right. So like, that's what perseverance is kind of mean. So it doesn't mean like the world's going to head down. I'm not going to be able to make money or eat. No, it's not it too. It just means things get harder. And so you'll be able to take your perseverance and your leadership through these type of things. And then as they, as they start to, then as 
as we find this bottom, right, which we will, as we find the bottom here, we then there'll be this economic boom again. Now, how long that lasts? I don't know how big, probably less than it was, but like there will be this new kind of boom that's here. And you want you leaders, you the companies want to be in a position to be able to take advantage of that. And the only way in order to do that is by all the things that you just talked about. Exactly. Doing now. Exactly. And then continue to build infrastructure where nobody else does that. Right. And like, I don't mean like adding people, but you're really solidifying your infrastructure, you're making processes more efficient. You're, right. you're just what becoming are you really, everything. Like your core yes. lines of businesses, your yes, like core exactly. focuses and yeah. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden when this, when a new spending activity increases, right, that's really what it is, a boom, there's a lot of more spending, your company is able to take advantage of that regardless of whatever you sell. Right. right. And that's, right. that becomes the, the gift in this. So when you think about this is like perseverance and leadership are going to be really critical over the next six months. And it's up to you to be the leader here. It's not, you don't put your head in the sand, pretend it's not going to happen or look for it somewhere else. It's you put your head down and you reduce expenses personally in business. So you're not, the worst thing you want to do is you don't want to be in a situation. Now, if you've got cash in like, cause it's funny, I was talking to a, um, an individual yesterday who sells a lot of high end homes and I was meeting with them and, and they're like, yeah, well, we're still seeing this ultra luxury market. People I'm like, totally. Like if, if somebody's got $50 million and they want to spend $10 million on a house, fine. Like they're, they're not, but that, that's not what we're talking about here. Right. Right. Like they might be able to find some good deals, but like that you can spend cash if you have it. I'm not saying you can't spend money. Right. It just means that don't put yourself in a situation where you're putting pressure on your business to support your lifestyle right now. And that's really what people need to watch out for. That's why I mean like removing personal expenses. So you have the freedom to make some cuts without being worried about it. So you're more clear in how you can do this. So you, you kind of take your head out of the sand, get very clear in what it is and the, in the, the gap that we're going to look here. Again, this could be six months, could be a year, right? Before it really does. My thought is probably within six months, we'll probably reach that and we start to get a new level and then it'll settle down, right? Just even take the last couple of years. Now I know COVID was up and down. And there's a lot of, um, obviously there was a lot of tragedy that happened during COVID, mm-hmm. but it's now like almost like gone, right? Like again, like it's, just, it's not gone per se, but like, it's, I mean, I think every, I believe every country's opened their borders again. Like right. this period of kind of isolation has now been removed and retract, like re- retraction exactly. of businesses and people and connection. And yes. All yes. Of, yeah. But it has now opened back up mm-hmm. partly why I'm sick because my kids now are bringing colds that they never had for two years and now they're right. at school <laughs> for six, six weeks and now they bring it to it. But anyway, so like, it's like, it's, it's, everything has a cycle to it. And so this will cycle out. And so you just want to, you just understand it's about staying it. You know, people sometimes ask like, you know, what is the, if you know something about business, I think the thing that you just have to kind of understand about building a business is it's also just kind of like staying in it long enough. I don't know how else to say it like Mm -hmm. that. I know it doesn't sound like, oh, like where's a really good thing to get sink my teeth into, but it's kind of just like, you've been on this show. Like it's kind of just like staying with it during these times. Like if you, if you're willing to kind of push through them. Right. And like ride, 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 yeah, ride, like ride, like when it goes out, like you're like, it's hard. Yeah. And like, you just kind of stay in that, like it'll like, you'll hit some geometric growth. Now what that looks like for you is different for everybody. But you kind of just stay in it long enough and you, and you, you kind of get there. You know, right? you, you said that to somebody um, that we were talking with. I think it was maybe at Project U or, 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 some, or something. But you, you even, I feel like that applies to so much. I mean, that kind of is what perseverance is, yes, isn't it? it? Is. And it apply, it, I know it applies. Anyway, when you said it, it just hit me for a, in a couple of different ways. Um, you had said it to somebody, even with like relationships, like yeah. if you want to be in p- business partnership with somebody yeah. and you kind of just like hang with them long enough and yeah. you're showing up in the, in the right places and you're going to the conferences that they go to and 
kind of there's not that many people who will like hang yes and persevere that long to get into a relationship with another individual whether it's they want a career with that person or they want to be business in business with them in some way um i also thought that really applied to i mean it applies almost to expansion mm-hmm. like there there that was that oh. whole business was like 10 years could we could have been done with that in year two or yes. year three you uh, know very easily and a lot of people only made it that far yes there was thousands and then ended up with very few a handful yeah, yeah. a handful horse like still in it um i think that just goes for it goes with for so many yes many things. Yeah. And that, and you can call it never giving up. You can call it kind of hustle. Great. You can, whatever word you yeah. want to put in there. I just call it like that perseverance. Like you just, yeah. or just, you just don't give up. Like that's, you just don't like you just hang in there. It doesn't mean that it's like all wonderful. It just means you just don't, that's kind of what it is right now is like set the vision for I've got, I'm going to have to push through this and I'm going to bring my perseverance and my leadership to a different level because you will learn a lot about yourself. And then at the end of the day, I would be remiss if we didn't go into this level of conversation, which is just enjoy the experience right? Like I'm like at minimum, accept the experience. Like if you're losing money and you're like, how can I, Adam, tell me to enjoy this experience? Well, for one, you, if you're having that conversation in your head, you're suffering. So let's just understand that. I don't mean physically, but like you're suffering in your head because now you're caught in this trap of why is this happening? Why can, how can somebody say that you're just caught in there? You can always accept this. And that's the first kind of modality of any of this to have more peace inside. Because if you're going to go through this, that's kind of what my point was to leaders is if if we're going to be going through this and everyone, it's showing up, you might as well accept it. You might as well embrace it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to not like it. Just accept the reality that you're here at this point in time, spinning around the world and you get to experience a contraction. Congratulations. That's what you get to experience. Now go be the best leader that you can be. That's the clarity that you need to be able to bring into these situations. And I think that starts with you getting your own head right in terms of what leadership you need to bring, which is, I can accept this. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be some challenges. It's probably going to be some, there's some experiences that like, wow, that's going to be, that's going to be there, right? Like all of a sudden you're, you're facing, there's going to be one of those, two of those days where somebody quits, you have to fire somebody, a big client or vendor pulls out from something that you have and you're going, shit, are we going to make it? Like, I guarantee you'll have that thought, right? Every business owner has those. You're not alone, by the way. So every, everybody has some of those thoughts. Like, and some people just have it more perpetually. Like, oh my God, is everyone going to walk out tomorrow? Well, that doesn't really happen. I mean, maybe in some movies sometimes, but really doesn't happen that way. Right. Um, so you'll have time. So just don't suffer through this as much as I don't know what else to say to that. It's like, just bring your whole self to the situation do what you can do. Be the best version of you and a leader and persevere. And if you don't give up, then I promise you when you come on the other side of this, you'll be stronger. You'll be a stronger leader in the, in the clarity will be exactly where it needs to be in what direction you need to take will be very evident. If you stay clear this entire time. Hey, thanks for hanging with Hallie and I today and for listening to the show. However, if you are interested in getting a short email from me in your inbox each Tuesday, when a new episode drops, you can. These emails are super short. I just cover whatever I happen to be thinking about each week, whether that's an article or a quote I've shared, a book I've read, or a new product that I'm loving. Plus info on the latest episode of Business Meets Spirituality. If that sounds like something you want to check out, we'd love you to. Just go to adamhergenrother.com forward slash email.